when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. To some of you, 2023 was a cakewalk compared to 2021 and 2022. To others, it was the most challenging year ever. Either way, I agree with you. Whether it was good or bad, you probably grew personally, fiscally, and physically. Every day, running a business is a challenge. Yet, throughout the year, situations, circumstances, and outcomes tend to blur. Chances are you need a video recorder for your memories and emotions to replay what you learned or felt accurately. Time tends to blur or color our feelings and perceptions. I have the added bonus of doing a weekly blog post and podcast and a newsletter to capture and share what I've learned and felt each week. So I want to present you with the most popular ones this year based on your feedback. I determined that by which ones were read and how much time were spent reading them. I hope you enjoy revisiting them as much as I did writing them in the first place. I lost it all and why I'm happy about it. This story was about when I bought my new computer. In the process, I was trying to copy data from the old one to the new one. I was moving too fast and inadvertently deleted all my passwords. Now remember, I've spent over 20 years collecting them for myself, my clients, and even past clients. It was a disaster and a blessing at the same time. First, through some detective work, I found many saved in my browsers. Secondly, I ensured that the simple passwords were replaced with unique hard-to-crack ones. If I couldn't find them, I could always use forget password and reset them, which I did hundreds of times. Another bonus was that I could reach out to current and old clients and help them do the same. That helped us build a stronger relationship, and no one was angry or disappointed. Starting over is always challenging, but the effort could be worth the investment of time in the long run. The lesson here is that passwords or contact information are only useful if they're part of a personal connection to whom they were being collected and saved for. If you don't have a personal relationship with the data being collected and maintained, then identify who does. It could be your salesperson, accountant, or service tech. Please give them the responsibility of monitoring and upkeeping that. That way, you can grow and maintain those relationships. Next, FOMO to ROI in five easy questions. You can always tell who's honed in their business by the way they define their audience. Newbies try to fit their solution to the widest possible audience. Most successful entrepreneurs tend to narrow their audience to where their solution solves a specific and unique problem. 
The main FOMO is about letting customers slip through the cracks. That leads companies to spend too much time and resources trying to mold messages to meet the broadest possible audience. Instead, focus on engaging those who may want your specific solution to their problem. I talked about reverse engineering the marketing process by asking yourself these five questions. Outcome, what does your perfect customer look like and what do they get by using your service that they can't get from another solution or vendor? Steps, what steps worked for them and have led them to becoming loyal repeat customers? Do you know if those steps are repeatable for other customers or prospects? Solution, how can you present those steps as a coherent system that targets their specific problem and is not just some random concept that works for everyone? The real problem, what are they not seeing which you offer that helps them solve their problem differently? Can you help them diagnose and treat a perceived problem in a way that creates clarity? And finally, the perceived problem. This is often an I believe statement, like I believe that more leads will create more sales or I believe more clicks and likes on our social media and emails will build trust. These answers often have a ring of truth, but are based on assumptions that lack a foundation supported by reality or data. Next, what do your leads lead to? With the advent of AI and its crashing into the scene in 2023, automation was top of mind. ChatGPT and other AI engines are just an enhanced search capability. If you can write great targeted prompts, you can get more accurate and targeted data as an output. What's missing is the context of your targeted audience's experience, values, and perceptions. AI can scrub databases and provide leads or prospects, but a lead is a cold call if they're unaware of you, your business, and your products and services. By using content and some advertising to get people back to your website, you can start to gauge interests and build relationships with people who choose to search for you. This is how content marketing systems work. They funnel actual leads interested in your products and services and builds better sales relationships. Finally, falling for the forest from the trees. As with leads, this was a recurring theme. The concept here was focusing on the ability to create content that focuses on smaller targeted audiences, like you are to me. By doing that, you can get more granular with your messages. It's like seeing each person more like a tree in a forest of prospects. I discussed how some clients made over a million dollars in additional sales by focusing on less than 70 quality prospects and turning them into consistent new sales. This was done by focusing on more relational building activities and less transactional lead generation concepts. It requires more time and energy at first, 
But in the long run, it's less work than working through cold, dead-end leads. And you have happier and more productive sales teams with less work and better results. So I hope this simple synopsis prompts you to go back and listen to the full podcast episode or go read the blog. But I'd like to leave you with this closing thought that kind of summarizes everything I was talking about. After reading these articles, I can see how and why business evolved this year. I came away with a better sense of why we had one of the most successful years on record. We worked hard to keep our clients focused, which paid off with more success for everyone. It was not without a bit of business dyslexia. The AI explosion had everyone learning and second-guessing tools, methodologies, and competitive advantages. Ultimately, the companies that produce the most creative, compelling, and consistent content build new and more solid business relationships, which are still paying benefits as the year winds down. So let me leave you with this final quote. He who learns but does not think is lost. He who thinks but does not learn is in great danger. Wise words from Confucius. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>